Hi everyone, this is Tony. I'm the Dungeon Master for D&D Raw, and with me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Chris, and I'll be playing Orc Fireforge, the Hill Dwarf Forge Cleric. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Dahlia Restrick, the Asimar Phoenix Sorcerer. Hey, this is Nick, and I will be playing Luvin Cromdell, the Half-Elf Alchemist Artificer. Next time we'll be Sharpen Quill, Episode 18. Join us now for Rumble Squad, Episode 2-10. Well, you wanted fire, Dahlia. Last time, the party met Krognar Onehorn and investigated the disappearances of several dwarves in the lower city of Von Rim. While searching for clues, they came across a seemingly abandoned tavern, only to discover a hidden room where they found a Darakul waiting within. If everyone can go ahead and roll initiative. As this Darakul finishes talking to the stone, you, saw him, you see him start to reach for what looks like a war pick at his side. But, Krognar, you are first to react. Well, first, I'm going to use a bonus action for insightful fighting. Okay. So, my insight check versus his deception check. Uh, what's your roll? 19. It beats my 10. <laughs> <laughs> so, you do have... Sneak attack for the next one minute. Yeah. All right. Pulling out my rapier quick, and I am going in. 22. 22 is a hit. All right. So go ahead and roll your damage. Nine damage total. I had three ones in that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All of your rolls were ones? Yeah. Jeez. Okay. I got to get those ones out of the way, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get them done now. Yep. Shake it out. Shake it out. I was rolling good, and now we're rolling bad, so. All right. So, Krognar, you step forward as you study this figure as it's trying to reach for its war pick quickly draw your blade see the opening to the side and jab your rapier through slicing across its ribs as you pierce through it there's a stench that comes from this creature as you're this close to it it's bothering you a little bit right now but you're currently not affected by it yet definitely hurt it though Uh, and you did your bonus action i mean you could try to pull away as movement but otherwise no i'm gonna stay here all right Brings us to you, Dahlia. Wibbly wobbly, I'm going to shuffle up a whopping 30 feet to get in line with it. And I am going to conjure up a chaos bolt and lob this undulating orb at it. Attack roll. Does a 21 hit, good sir? You finally hit with this <laughs> I spell. I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> and it would be 11 points of psychic damage. Dahlia, you... Scurry off to the side so you have a direct line of sight on this Darakul. Focus your arcane energy into this color-changing orb in your hand that you hurl as it swirls around this thing for a second and strikes its head. See no physical change, but it grips its skull in pain. Luven, you're up. Uh, Tony, I imagine there's probably some hefty tomes on some of these tables, right? Like, there's one, you know, right at the corner behind him. Diagonally behind, I'm gonna use Catapult to, uh... Whack this uh, this dark hole in the head with a book. All right, so that's a deck save. Uh, 20. Yeah, so this book lifts as you focus your arcane energy and pull. 
causing it to shoot from the table as the Dodakul, just being hit by the Chaos Bolt, notices out of the corner of its eye, ducks as it passes and smacks into the side wall. Book's a little damaged now, but it's, you know, cracked the spine. That hurts me inside, as, or at least as Luvin it does. I just set down my lantern carefully by my feet, just so that I have both hands free, including my shield, and I tell Cloudfarer to move up and attack. So attack roll with Cloudfarer. 15 to hit. 15 hits. Okay, that'll be five force damage. Krognar, you notice this mechanical bird that's been on Luvin's shoulder this whole time suddenly lifts up, flapping its wings rapidly, bolts by Dahlia as this energy accumulates in its beak and shoots out at this Darakul, cracking right into its ribs where you had cut it earlier, and you hear this just snapping sound as the undead entity in front of you just starts to take a <sighs> hunches over. He is bloodied. Auric. I am going to cast Sacred Flame. So that's a dex save. It's another 20. Uh, guess they are dexterous undead. They are. They are not supposed to be the normal kind of undead. So, Auric, you reach out and summon forth the Sacred Flame. But having just been smacked in the ribs and hunched over, it notices you trying to use your divine powers. Even your vision is still kind of shaky. You don't feel quite right still as it blasts the energy in front of you, but dodges out of the way. Now it's its turn. You being the closest target, Krognar, it's going to go for you first. Of course it is. The first thing it does is it pulls its war pick out and takes a swing, but you duck under it with little issue, using your horn to kind of bat it aside, as it then spins and goes to try and claw at you and scratches you just below your arm across your ribs and you take eight points of slashing damage and i need you to make a constitution saving throw as you feel something start to seep into the wound 14 14 you feel this effect like something's trying to seize up your muscles but through sheer force you resist it not today and then it goes to try and bite you three attacks yeah but as it goes to bite, you kind of lift your rapier and smack it under the jaw, causing it to stumble back a little bit. And then it's your turn. Stabby death. Yes, time to stab. <laughs> 16. 16 hits. Much better, 21. And how would you like to kill it? In a flourish. I'm going to cut off its hand and then stab it right in its mouth. So as it stumbles back from trying to bite you and you smacking it under the jaw to defend yourself... Its hand starts to go out again, and you just quickly do a little, like, um, almost lightsaber twirl, like Jedi, like, quick flourish to, and its hand is gone and across the room. And as it looks down and its mouth opens wide in surprise, the blade goes straight under the front teeth into its mouth and up through the back of its skull. As it just hangs there, just... Filthy creature! We, sh we should move quickly. He said something about things. Uh, hostages. Yes, prisoners. Are you hurt? I felt better, but I'm not horrible. <laughs> I'll point to Auric. Do you need some healing? I'm doing okay. I do pick up my um, lantern and, and I, I walk over to you, Krognar, and I'm like, well, since you're the run-up and stab him type, this might be useful to you. It just makes your armor a bit better. Ooh. For um, ten minutes. The resilience? Yeah, I uh, hand you my potion of resilience. I appreciate that. 
I have a feeling I'll be making use of this shortly. Give you the thumbs up again, and I start moving toward where that foe had entered from, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Y'all heading through? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. So you follow this tunnel that starts to lead a little bit deeper underground. As before we're going through, I'm going to grab just like something small off the desk, like a pen or something, and cast light on it so that there's light for people who can't see. Okay. I mean, you still have the chair leg that has the light on it. Yeah. But that way there's two sources. Okay. Gotcha. So there are currently two sources of light right now as you are traveling. You continue to proceed further and further and hear uh, some commotion ahead of you as the tunnel starts to open up to a, a little bit of light, it seems. Some candlelight is up ahead, you notice from the, the way it flickers and moves. You hear voices in a language none of you speak, but it definitely sounds evil. Aggressive. <laughs> As you just hear uh, the voices. Do we catch the fact they said Erebus? Proper names are usually understood in any language. Does it sound like a ritual chant or more of a just discussion? It sounds like orders are being given. Okay. Uh-huh. I point in the direction of the voices, I do the, the finger across the throat, and then I draw a question mark in the air. <laughs> I just answer yes and keep moving. We <laughs> <laughs> need to hurry. So, as you proceed on, you come into a much larger room. Um, Auric, quick cursory glance, this looks like an old barracks. An old military barracks that was uh, probably around the time of the Cataclysm but has long since been abandoned. You notice on the ground several what look like glyphs, but most have been scratched out. There's none that seem like they're active in any way. And on the sides of the room are several tables with alchemical and mechanical supplies. Towards the back end of the room, the first thing you notice are seven figures, all Darakul. <sighs> they seem to be gathered by two doors that look heavily reinforced, as well as what appears on the back wall, uh, this makeshift carving of a large face with no eyes and a long, jagged mouth. But beyond that, no additional features. The Darakul that seems to be directly in front of it is wearing more priestly-looking garb, feminine form, and seems to have some form of makeup that she was applying to herself. And you notice the way that the application is, it looks like it's supposed to be living skin. Not the material is living skin. It makes it look like their skin is alive, like they are alive. That they're putting on like a skin mask. I'm like, that's gross. <laughs> you notice a couple of the Darakul actually, and you assume they're Darakul considering they're helping the Darakul, but they look like dwarves for three of them. They're like gathered around. It looks like they're like maybe some of them got here not too long ago, um, but they seem to be like starting to gather by the doors and look like they're trying to get ready to open them. As you enter into the room, they all turn to face you. The one in the center, the Darakul female kind of turns and just studies you all for a brief moment. Adventures. Hmm. Will you be added to our collection? Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Nope. Not today. 
You're worth more to us alive. She kind of has in her hand the small orb, it looks like. The power is gathering. You could be useful. Your lives could serve the greater purpose. I'm going to take that potion that uh, Luvin gave me. Okay, so your AC goes up by one for ten minutes. I already serve a greater purpose. But Yadumin is pitiful in comparison to the Great One. All those are fighting words. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh no, (laughs) shots fired. (laughs) Tony, I immediately drink my uh, potion of boldness. (laughs) Okay. You notice all the other Dadak will have their war picks drawn now. She has no weapons as far as you can tell. She is, however, wearing uh, what looks to be half plate underneath this kind of robe that looks like it's still in the process, like it's still being sewn up and put together. I'm going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on her. And I want to drop Sickening Radiance. I was going to do my spiritual weapon and have it pop up like right next to her. So as she initially raises her hand, you all go to cast. So you were casting Tasha's Hideous Laughter, but you have to move up to do it, right? Correct. I need to move within 30 feet. Okay. So you start to move forward. She begins to do her own ability as uh, everybody starts to (laughs) unleash. It's going down. I'm going to go ahead. It is a wisdom save. Yep, wisdom save, DC 15. As you start to release the spell, she seems to be about to release her own and (laughs) And she just falls over. (laughs) Nice laugh. Thank you. (laughs) So she's currently prone. Excellent. As Auric, you were doing spiritual weapon to strike at her. Yep. Go for it. Nine to hit. Still, you're seem unfocused or something's still wrong, but you go to swing and it she rolls and it kind of deflects off of her half plate. Dahlia, you drop this blast so this light enters and the way the light hits Krognar, because you're in the, the range of this blast, it feels like almost an antithesis to that sick feeling, but in a much more intense way. Yeah. <laughs> But Luvin, you're up. Well, you wanted fire, Dahlia. Uh, I cast Flaming Sphere. It's going to appear directly in front of the now laughing caster, but I'll use my bonus action also to push it into her. So this ball of fire starts to roll forward, and she rolls and avoids most of the damage from it. Uh, You still roll. She just takes half. Nine, half to two, four. Okay. So she does take four points of fire damage. As it hits... You see she's... (laughs) And shakes out of the effect. Darn, I didn't consider that. Damage uh, lets her re-roll the save. However, she's still prone. She's just no longer considered incapacitated. So I set my um, lantern down by my feet again, have my shield up, and Clapfair, come with me. Uh, And we just kind of move up toward about maybe 10 feet. There's this nice big bright light thing in front of you. Looks painful. Yeah, I'm stopping at the edge of that. Okay. Clawfer is currently just bobbing and weaving around you. Dahlia. So I am going to light up on a fire as I in- turn on my mantle of flame, basically looking like a giant ball of fire. I'm going to stroll up about 25 feet, and then I am going to just jut my hands forward and do uh, Agne- Agnizar's Scorcher. So that's a deck save for those two Dada Cool, right? 
It is. Okay, so they do both save. So five points of fire damage as I... And I'm on fire. Okay, so Krognar, you notice this out of the corner of your eye as you see Dahlia still focusing on the sickening radiance, but suddenly her body seems to ignite in flames. You notice a brief moment, it seems wings, almost fiery wings sprout from her back for a brief second and then come forward as what seems like a flaming bird shoots across the ground and engulfs two of the Dadakul for a moment. That's rad. <laughs> they dodge and roll out of the way, avoiding most of the fire, but they still uh, they still burn. Okay, that brings us to one of the Dadakul. What is the type of save for your Sickening Radiance? It's a Constitution DC 15. When they go, out of four of them, one is going to... One is going to save? One is going to fail. One is going to fail. Do you want me to roll? Go ahead and roll for that one. 16 points of radiant damage. So as this big blast of radiant energy is in the area, you notice one of the Dodakul kind of seems to be like burning away his necrotic skin, just like deteriorating. The other four, however, are going to go for their closest target. One is moving straight up to you, Krognar. One will move up to Dahlia. So the first one that comes right for you, Krognar, is going to swing with his war pick, attack with his claw, and then try to bite you. So he moves up and he swings and you bat his hand aside as he then goes to try and claw at you and you grip his uh, desiccated wrist and just toss it up as he then tries to bite down and you smack the top of his head with one of your horns, causing him to completely miss. All three attacks missed. Oof. Nice. nice. Headbutt. <sighs> then the one uh, up against you, Dahlia, is going to do the same three attacks. First with a war pick, then a claw, and then a bite. So the first one strikes at you with the war pick and just carves into your side. You take 11 points of piercing damage. As you kind of like take a couple steps back, a claw comes out and scratches you across the stomach for 12 points of slashing damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. All right, one second. He's also going to be taking damage, don't forget. Oh, right. Uh, that's eight total fire that's damage? That's going to be eight total fire damage to him. So each hit, like bursts of flames go out and start to engulf him. You said constitution saving throw? Yes. Twelve. You feel this poison start to course through your muscles. They start to lock up, but the fire within you pushes it out. Barely. As he then bites you for 12 points of piercing damage. And another four back to him. And then I need you to make a constitution saving throw again. Sixteen. Okay. You feel something else start to enter into your shoulder where he bites into you. It doesn't feel like it's trying to restrict your movements, but it feels wrong. But you resist the effects and shake it off. I need to make three concentration checks to see if the field is maintained. A 26, an 11, and a 19. All above a 10. So you maintain concentration on the, ra uh, the sickening radiance. As the one that's uh, now next to Krognar is going to do some attacks. <laughs> yeah. So out of all of them, only the war pick hits. As he goes to strike at you, he hits you in the leg with his war pick for six points of damage, goes to like bring his claw up to your face, but you bat it aside, slicing his wrist slightly as he then tries to bite down at you, but you do the whole, I'm bigger than you, I hold you at arm's length thing. 
and he just chomps the air. That leaves two more, which are the ones that just got singed by Dahlia. In order to get to it, it's got to go through the Radiant, so... Con save. Success for the first one. He rolled a 14. He failed. Another 16 points of Radiant damage to him. And he is currently has one point of exhaustion. As you see this, just burn the skin away. But you have two Darakul going after you. <laughs> Bye, guys! So the first one with the war pick swings and misses. <laughs> As he then goes to claw at you and misses and bite at you and hits for nine points of damage. And four back to him. And four back to that first one. The second one is going to attack you with a crit for 10 points of damage. That's the crit? Yep, I rolled bad. Oh. He takes four. He is barely standing. So am I. (laughs) As he goes to claw at you and hits. I'm down. But he also still takes four points of damage, right? Yeah, he still takes four points of damage, and then a thing is going to happen. You watch. He's gone, because he takes four points of damage from the fire, and he had less than that left. So as he claws at you, the fire engulfs his form as the Donacool disintegrates. And as you hit zero HP, Dahlia. So I'm going to go down. You guys are going to see my body kind of crumple. And then, yeah, in a bunch of fiery magicness, basically... I'm gonna pop back up with one hit point. <laughs> and everybody within 10 feet of me. <laughs> Which are the two dot are cool. Takes fire damage, half. Oh, sorry. It's equal to my fire, my sorcerer, so seven plus eight. So 15 points of fire damage. So as you see Dahlia start to fall, her phoenix form that engulfs her suddenly bursts outwards, engulfing both of the Dadakul around her as they start to crumble back and barely hold up. And you see Dahlia bloodied looking, no more fire engulfing her, but still currently up. And I'm like, ow! It doesn't say you do drop to zero. No, I don't. I just kind of... You use your reaction to stop so instead of one more con saving throw to see if you maintain the radiant, sickening radiance. Oh! The ra- sickening radiance drops just as it's your turn, Krognar, and you don't need to make a safe. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I was wondering about that. So, Krognar, you got a little nicked on the side, but otherwise doing all right. Darkul directly in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do... I'll do insightful fighting. Uh, 19. 13. <laughs> so, sneak attack can go on this one. Not one. So, you go to swing and you just miss the creature. It seems ready for you. You have movement if you want. I will move 30 feet back. Well, in line with Auric. They both miss. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I'm gonna run over to Dahlia, because I saw what occurred, and I know it's pretty obvious she's not doing well. Alright, so you pull away as both of them take a swing at you with their war picks. The first one just didn't expect you to move, and it was like one of those seconds like, uh, and just jabbed it into the ground. The second one swipes, and you feel it brush some sort of magical barrier that was around you, because it just barely missed you from Leuven's potion <laughs> as you move closer to go help out Dahlia. The final Darakul that has not moved yet is going to move straight up for Leuven and do three attacks against you. Okay, the first one, you lift your shield as the pick hits and digs into your shoulder for seven points of damage. 
as it tries to yank the shield that goes to try and claw at you, but you hold your shield in place and it just scratches trying to get at you. And as it scrambles over, you kind of try to push it off and it bites into your arm for nine points of piercing damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 25. You feel something trying to course through your blood, but you're able to resist it. And now it's her turn. She is going to get up for half her movement and she is not going to stay near the uh, little ball of fire. You did cast Tasha's hideous laughter on her. She's going for you. She turns to you and you see her eyes begin to flash. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. I was afraid she was going to point at me. (laughs) Pointing is usually She doesn't have that spell. Six. All right, so you take 14 points of necrotic damage as you feel your life being pulled from you, and you don't feel good. Something is wrong in the pit of your stomach as you are considered poisoned. Yeah, then she's going to look over towards you, Auric, and just say, two can play at this game and release as you see a small spectral dagger what? appear beside you. And it takes a swipe at you. Aha. It just hits for eight points of force damage as this dagger just strikes into your side. Auric. Alrighty. So I will move up there. I will cast Spirit Guardians. Tiny hammer aura. <laughs> Tiny hammer. And then I will use my bonus action to move up my spiritual weapon and take another swipe. Make your attack roll. Does a 17 hit? A 17 just hits. Yes. Yes, it does. Excellent. <laughs> yes, it does, Tony. <laughs> you tell him. <laughs> And that does nine force damage. So the hammer comes up behind her as she's focused. Having just hit you, you move to go help Leuven and release this divine energy as small hammers start to encircle you. And as you do, you quickly pull your spiritual weapon behind her and smack across her shoulder. Leuven. Gonna get one last use out of this flaming sphere, knocking it into our caster buddy. Okay. So that is a dex save, uh, 17. So half damage. Nine halved to four. That was my bonus action. I'm actually going to use my action to cast a spell and drop Flaming Sphere because uh, I am casting another concentration spell. I am casting Blur. So after the fire rolls by this Darakul Priestess, she kind of ducks out of the way, singes her robes, and it dissipates as Leuven then focuses his arcane energy and he seems to be in multiple places at once within that space. Dahlia. I'm sitting at one hit point. Radiant consumption as my action. <laughs> so there's radiant light all around me at the moment. I'm going to use two points to cast fireball. And I'm going to drop a fireball to hit the caster lady and then the two, these two dark cool. All right, so dex saves from all of those affected. They save. So half damage. So half of 35, first of all. 17. And then to her, I would like to do my additional radiant damage to her for my radiant consumption. Which is how much? My level, so seven points of radiant damage. Right, because you can do it your level to one target, and then at the end of your turn, it's half your level. 
Dahlia, you engulf yourself in radiant, holy energy that burns you and everyone within 10 feet of you. So Krognar, as you kind of get gotten close, suddenly she bursts in light and you feel, again, that kind of piercing, radiant pain. But as that happens and blinds for a brief moment, you see a small mote of flame come from the center of that light, go over your head, off into the corner of the room, and explode, <laughs> engulfing two of the Darakul and this Darakul priestess as they kind of duck and roll out of the way, but one of them is just too slow and completely engulfed in the fire as there's also a pulse of radiant energy by the priestess. So one is down, one is bloodied. The priestess is not right there yet. I will say only one person is uninjured and that's the one uh, right in front of Luvin. All the other Darakul are bloodied, except for the priestess. But at the end of your turn, Dahlia. Mm -hmm. I fall unconscious. So it just burns away at them. They look like they're barely holding on as the light starts to fade. So she is currently dying. All right, so wisdom save from that first daughter cool in the aura. It's a fail, so Auric 3d8. 10 radiant damage. So it is burning away, but it's still up as it will step up and go to attack you three times with advantage as you are flanked. That's okay. It's okay. So the first one is the war pick and it slices into your side for 10 points of damage as it then goes to try and claw at you, but you bring your shield up and it just can't get through in time as it tries to lift up and over your shield to bite down at you. And a brief moment of you feel Yadumin as the teeth scrape the armor just beneath your throat. Concentration check. Yeah, I succeed. <laughs> <laughs> I see you crit there. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. So the one that is by Dahlia is gonna go after you, Krogner. He goes to swing with his war pick, and you feel again that drop that Luvin gave you, that energy deflect the blow as he goes to claw at you immediately after, and again, I'm t I rolled two 17s. Nice. Which 18 would be your AC with the potion. Yep. Oh, I'm so glad I took that potion. <laughs> this potion of resilience, but then he bites at you and sinks into your arm for 15 points of piercing damage. The other one on the other side of you is turns next. So he's gonna go and do all three attacks on you. I'll tell you only his first one right now is going to hit. So if you wanna use your cutting words, you can. All right, roll your d6 and see if it's enough to reduce the attack. Yeah, six. So minus six. What do you say, by the way, out of curiosity, what do you say to like to distract him with your cutting words. Your mother was a hamster. I, that's actually what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking the exact thing. <laughs> your mother was a hamster and your father smells of elderberries. So you see he goes to try and bite at you. You block. You shift as he goes to claw. And as he raises his war pick, you say that. And he just, and he just looks really confused. And with that brought him down to a 15 instead of a uh, 21 to hit you. But... That is your turn. I will say, you do have some healing potions on you, which is a bonus action to use if you want. Yeah, I'm going to use that instead of my insightful fighting. Okay, so 2d4 plus 2. 11 points. And I will attack the one that is between myself and the, uh, between Dahlia. Okay, make your attack roll. 
So 24, actually, no, uh, 26. 26 definitely hits. Eight damage. He had seven left. Nice! No more flanking. As you chug this potion of healing, you start to square off with the one on your left when you suddenly turn and jab your rapier out, stabbing the one behind you in the throat, the one between you and Dahlia. As it gurgles and collapses, you pull your blade before the weight of it causes your arm to fall. I throw the bottle of the potion on the ground and say, Opa! (laughs) All right. Any movement? Yes, actually, because I'm going to risk it. So you're pulling away? Yeah, I'm going to pull away. All right, so you start to back away from this priestess and this daughter as it tries to claw at you and just misses, sadly. Sweet. <laughs> Not, like, sadly for you. I just meant it was a very sad Yes. Miss. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, sometimes as a GM, it's like, oh. Pathetically. You know sometimes I just want to hit, but I've actually hit you guys so a good amount right? so far. You know, so. you don't say. Yeah. That brings us to the Darakul in front of Leuven. Yes, it does. Wisdom save. Fails. Yay. Smack it with your tiny hammers. 13 tiny hammer radiant damage. First damage to it. All right. But it's going to go and help its friend try and take you down, Auric. So all three attacks against you. So the first one comes up and deflected by your shield. He tries to bring the claw like around underneath, but you're ready for it and smack his arm aside. But with lightning reflexes, he jumps out and bites into your arm for 16 points of piercing damage. Auric, I need first a regular constitution saving throw. 16. You feel this infection try to wake its way into your system, but resist. Then uh, Warcaster concentration check. 22. All right, you save. It's her turn. She floats her spiritual weapon over to you, Krognar, and takes a swing, but it's a sad miss of a nine. (laughs) As this floating spectral weapon just flies out at you, you just take a step back and it passes harmlessly. She focuses her energy right towards you, Auric, as suddenly within the area, you see dozens and dozens and dozens of locusts fill this fear and begin to chomp and bite at all of you. I need both of you to make a constitution Oh, so glad I'm not in that circle. Because of that steely gray uh, potion that I I drank of boldness, I'll be adding a d4. Yes. I got a 15 with all the bonuses. uh, 18. So, Auric, you take 15 points of piercing damage. Luvin, you take 7. Okay. And I need to make a... Constitution save. save. As the swarm of insects stays. Uh, And I succeed on my concentration. But you do see the Darakul in front of you gets torn apart. I had a feeling she was going to be willing to sacrifice them. Oh, yeah. She seems the type. Oh, yeah. Auric. So I will use my bonus action to cast Healing Word on Dahlia. I feel so better. You heal six. So you see through the insects, Dahlia's prone form, and reach your divine energy out as you see her chest lift as air returns to her lungs before she starts having to make death saves. (laughs) (laughs) And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Hey, thank you all for listening. 
Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules As Written or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. And may Yadamin always keep your hammer honed.